Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, December 3rd, 2021. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Uh, Ashley, we are recording at 7 p.m. on True. Thursday. That means we are just getting close to the one-hour call for Annie Live on NBC. So we will not be talking about Annie Live on Mm-mm. this episode, but I am sure that we will all have thoughts when we uh, reconvene next week. But over mm-hmm. the weekend, Jennifer McHugh and I are going to have a Some Like It pop episode where we do talk about it and then maybe also talk about some of our favorite filmed theatrical experience type things um, that we have seen over the years. So tune in to our Patreon at patreon.com slash broadwayradio to be able to hear that. Um, most Some Like It pops, not all, but most Some Like It pops will only live in Patreon, so make sure that you are subscribing there. Um, we'll talk more about that stuff here in just a minute. But, Ashley, um, it is only appropriate that the first two stories that we're going to talk about today, you and me, you are on the show, have to do Hello. with one Stephen Joshua Sondheim. Um, it was announced yesterday by the Broadway League that the, and the theater owners, League of Theater, Committee of Theater Owners, because we know Charlotte hates it when I call out the fact that the Broadway League makes this decision and they don't, even though everybody on the committee of theater owners is a member <laughs> of the Broadway League. Does she text you personally at this point to yell at you? No, but is she has yelled at me through Rob at? Diamond. Uh, no, she yelled at me through Rob Diamond once. Yeah, um, anyway, that, that I remember. Um, yeah. Anyway, they did announce that all of the lights of the Broadway marquees will dim for one minute on Wednesday, December 8th. At exactly 6.30 p.m. I, I Actually, I feel like you might agree with me. Uh, one minute seems insufficient. Yeah, um, I, yeah I, I don't agree with that decision one bit. Yeah, I mean, it keeps with tradition, and I think Sondheim probably would have liked the uh, uniformity of it, yep. as he often tried to downplay and his... Not, not the pomp and circumstance of it all, for sure. Yes, exactly. But, um, so there is that, and I think he would probably approve of this, um, but for... You know, we've often talked about this, like, these things are not for the people who pass away. They are for the people who um, survive. And I think that there will be plenty of things in the weeks, months, and probably a um, year or so to come that honor the memory of Stephen Sondheim. Mm-hmm. This will just be one of the first. It'll just be one minute, but I have a feeling we will be seeing lots and lots of um, memorials and ceremonies oh, yeah. and concerts and productions of things that we can use to really get out all of our emotions um, about his passing, even though, as you said on Monday's episode, it wasn't unexpected, mm-hmm. um, but we still have all the feels about it, and we probably will for a long time. Oh, yeah. I mean, as I told Grace on the show the other day, I thankfully hit the numb stage of grief, so I can <laughs> at least talk about it without going completely completely. Completely neurotic. But yeah, um, I'm simultaneously uh, delighted and saddened by the fact that I'm no longer a cabaret editor-in-chief because I expect every cabaret for the next year at least will be centered on Sondheim more than it already is. Um, as it should be. As it should be. We're going to have a lot of concerts. We'll have the memorial, which I expect will take place at either the Sondheim Theater or at the Jacobs at this point. But I, ex- you know, I would think the Sondheim. Um, yeah. 
And then, you know, just everything else that's going to come. We've got company opening soon and Assassin's is still going on. There's just, it's, it's. And apparently merrily at New York Theater Workshop. Merrily at New York Theater Workshop and everything else for eternity. I mean, that's kind of the way it's going to happen and the way that it should happen. We're going to have a lot coming up. It's, it's a weird time that he's passed because you have those two major productions and seemingly one more that it, you know yeah. even more opportunity and West Side Story and West Side Story and you know partially Tick Tick Boom where a lot of people are kind of discovering that if they weren't already theater adjacent who Sondheim is slash was and we had all these articles of like was Sondheim a real per- is Sondheim a real person and where is he now <laughs> and then he fucking died so uh. good marketing for Tick Tick Boom I yes. Guess. Exactly. That's what it really was all about. Yep. Um, you know, I remember. It was all for Lynn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'd do anything for Lynn. Um, I, correct me if I'm wrong, that Kennedy Center Festival they did of like those concert productions, uh, 20 years ago now? Was it 20 years it ago? 15 was years math, ago? Yeah, I think. Was it for a birthday or was it just, was it a 80th birthday or something like I that? I think that was. Seventieth uh, birthday, part of a seventieth birthday. No, because no, Celia Keenan Bolger was in one of them, so I don't think twenty three, twenty two years, twenty one, twenty two years ago, it would have been her. It was, Either way, it was two thousand two, so it was twenty years was ago. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, I would not be opposed um, or even surprised if one of those happened either again at the Kennedy Center, maybe at Lincoln Center in New York City, um, something where they just got a bunch of stars to sing shows and sold tickets worth a gazillion dollars and then put it on PBS because that is one of the legacies um, of Stephen Sondheim having two of his biggest shows being broadcast on PBS that opened up musical theater and the works of Stephen Sondheim Mm -hmm. to incredibly huge audiences who so many in the theater community now reference those film productions as being influential on them as artists. So I would hope that we see something like that um, and see some sort of tributes on PBS uh, in addition to whatever else happens around uh, New York City in the Every country. Every Sondheim musical should be on PBS, to quote Tick, Tick, Boom. Honestly, I completely agree. Uh, also, I rem- just remembered that there's the Into the Woods encores thing, That's too. Right. Yeah. So there's another one to add to it. Awesome. All right. So let's stick with the Sondheim. And the review embargo lifted on Thursday for the upcoming film remake of West Side Story. It'll be officially released in theaters around the country on December 10th, which actually means December 9th. I have a ticket to see it on Thursday, December 9th. So Ashley, I think I've already told you, but we're going to have to record early enough that I can get to downtown Disney by 845. Um, So... Uh, as we all know at this point, is directed by Steven Spielberg and features a new screenplay by Tony Kushner. It stars um, Rachel Zegler and Ansel Elgort as uh, Maria and Tony. Also features uh, Ariana DeBose, David Alvarez, Mike Feist, Rita Moreno, and many more. Choreography uh, by Justin Peck. Um, Broadway or ballet turned Broadway turned uh, movie choreographer. 
So let's go through some of these reviews, and I've got a handful of them, so bear with me. Owen Gleiberman from Variety says, quote, Spielberg stays reverently true to what generations have loved about West Side Story. The swoon factor, the yearning beauty of those songs, the hypnotic jackknife ballet of 50s delinquents dancing out their aggression on the New York streets. There are scenes in Spielberg's version, though, that will melt you. Scenes that will make your pulse race and scenes where you simply sit back and revel in the big spirited grandeur of it all. Peter Bradshaw of The Guardian said, quote, This new West Side Story isn't updated historically, yet neither is it a shot-for-shot remake. But daringly and almost defiantly, it reproduces the original period ambiance with stunning digital fabrications of late 1950s New York, whose authentic detail coexists with an unashamed theatricality. On the big screen, the effect is hyper-real, as if you have somehow hallucinated your way back 70 years onto both the musical stage for the Broadway opening night, and also the city streets outside. Clarice Lowry from The Independent UK, of course, whenever I see that, I think of uh, of uh, Trent Krim, or what is, uh, is that his name? Yeah, Trent Krim, The Independent. Trent Krim, The Independent. Um, but she says, quote, Rachel Zegler in the role of Maria closely replicates Natalie Wood's own twinkling, saintly presence, quite the achievement for a debut performance. Anita has been given an expanded part in the narrative, fronted by Broadway's own Ariana DeBose, who in turn seems to fill the entire film up with her kaleidoscopic emotions. DeBose delivers everything with precision, whether a word, a kick, or a high note. Helen O'Hara, finally, from Empire, said, quote, Tony and Maria's characters usually feel like the weakest links, though. Their Romeo and Juliet story flat amid all the bigger characters. At least Elgort and Zegler can sing, so their ballads make up for a lot. And Zegler gives Maria a little more backbone than previous incarnations. But it's when the camera is on Riff, Bernardo, Anita, and Rita Moreno's Valentina that the film comes most alive. Now, actually, I mentioned this to Grace yesterday before these reviews came out, but when the mm-hmm. social media embargo had lifted, the comments about this film, and it seems echoed by a lot of these reviews, are stunning and dazzling. Yeah. And honestly, I think we talked about it. I did not expect this necessarily. Um, not that I doubted Steven Spielberg's movie-making ability, but the original is just so great. What was the need to redo it? Mm-hmm. And so many people are now putting Spielberg on the best director list. This is on a best picture list. Um, lots of other different awards are Rachel Zegler just won an award for best actress um, in one of the awards organizations yesterday. Um, A lot of people are saying that this is going to be one of the best movie musicals of all time. So I think that's high praise and a little premature until, (laughs) you know, more people get to see it. But I'm thoroughly thrilled that the film has gotten these reviews after, especially after it's been shelved for a year. Yeah. And honestly, it's still so wild to me that we're having this conversation over and over again at this point because of how many movie musicals we've had this year and really Mm -hmm. how many good ones we've had. There's obviously been a few that haven't been, but for the, you know, for the most part, we've seen in a year where there's been multiple movie musicals, the majority of them have been good. Which is a very rare but welcome occurrence. Um, I think from the first trailer that came out for this, I was like, mm-hmm. this is going to be good. Just like that shot with the shadows and everything on both sides. Um, 
And I don't necessarily have the attachment to West Side Story that a lot of people do, both the musical and the movie, um, just because I have loathed Romeo and Juliet from the day that I read it. And it's always had that, you know, association. <laughs> um, but obviously the music is beautiful. I'm very much looking forward to seeing a version that's at least better cast not necessarily perfectly cast but certainly better cast than the original was um and you know just uh, i'm planning on seeing it at the alamo draft house so having getting to see it on a big screen it's i'm probably seeing it i'm seeing company again next weekend and i think i'm seeing this after that so it'll be a really exciting day for me that's awesome. What a great day. Um, speaking of great days, it's always a great day. Anytime you listen to something on our Patreon, true, true. head over to patreon.com slash Broadway radio. I already talked about the sound like a pop episode about Annie live. I've got interviews that will be dropping in the coming days and week with uh, Tova Felchu, James Harkness, Uzo Aduba. Um, and lots of other things. We're going to be kind of rolling through the holidays with some stuff on Patreon that you can only get there. Um, I, we haven't talked about maybe doing the year-end stuff that we did last year in the regular oh, yeah. feed as well. But those lists and those things will be um, in Patreon as well. It's going to be a really good time. And give the gift of Patreon. Sign somebody up who's a theater lover. Head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio. All right. Um, I, we didn't mention this on yesterday's show because it didn't seem that big of a deal, but we're going to mention it today that um, Thursday night, um, they canceled the second straight performance of David Byrne's American Utopia at the St. James Theater due to a non-COVID related illness in the company. Now, it's non-COVID, so we didn't think that it was necessarily a huge deal. I would assume, Ashley, that because they're canceling two performances that it's mm -hmm. David Byrne who is yeah Ill. I would think so uh, because I'm sure they have understudies for all of the musicians and singers mm -hmm. and dancers um, but they um, are now expecting to resume performances on Friday at 8 p.m. ticket holders will be refunded at their point of purchase um, if they had tickets to either of the canceled performances um, speaking of PBS that I mentioned earlier with us, yeah. some sort of Sondheimy tribute, we have a couple PBS stories and they are both coming up in the next month, month and a half. The first one at the end of this month features West Side Story legend, um, Cheetah Rivera. She will be hosting the United in Song colon celebration of the American Dream concert, which will premiere on Friday, December 31st, New Year's Eve from 9 to 1030 p.m. on PBS. It'll be a star studded concert at Independence Hall in Philadelphia and feature some great Broadway names, including Leia Salonga, Paolo Zott, uh, Drew Galing, Deborah Cox. Um, there's a bunch of other folks, including David Archuleta from American Idol uh, fame, Judy Collins, uh, Cassidy Pope, and more. Then, about three weeks later, um, Great Performances will debut a new documentary about the reopening of Broadway. Great Performances hyphen reopening colon the Broadway revival. <laughs> this will debut on a great performances Friday night, uh, January 21st at 10 p.m. My DVR records all great performances. Um, they will look back at uh, how some of Broadway's most popular shows returned to the Broadway stage and what 
um, happened uh, in the meantime. They're going to have behind-the-scene access to Wicked, Aladdin, Tina, Jagged Little Pill, Phantom, Waitress, and others. And tons of stars of those shows and other Broadway folks will be included in the documentary. We talked about yesterday, um, Ashley Grace and I did, the documentary that HBO and HBO Max are doing about the reopening of, yeah. of Mary Wives uh, at Shakespeare in the Park. So I said it yesterday, like, I am loving... All of those movie musicals that we talked about, all the film yeah. theatrical content that we're getting it, and all of the documentaries we're getting too. This 100%. is this is a cornucopia of great theatrical content for all of us theater nerds. Yeah, absolutely. And I would have killed to have all of this growing up. So it's so nice to like be in an age. Everything, well, you know, obviously everything is on streaming now. So there's kind of more opportunities, I guess, to do that and make it accessible. But also just the abundance of it is really nice. Like it's, mm-hmm. it, even if it's not a pro taped version of a show being streamed or something, like there's more exposure to Broadway and to theater in general. Yeah, that's a good thing. And I mean, with more streaming, there's more uh, hours of of content that have yeah. to be filled and more subscriptions you've got to justify. So um, on yesterday's show, Grace talked about seeing Paradise Square in Chicago. It only runs through this weekend, but they released some footage from it over the uh, or yesterday. Um, it's only about a minute, but as Grace mentioned, one of the best things about it is the uh, the Bill Jones, uh, Bill T. Jones choreography, which you can see in this uh, little minute of highlights. So you can check that out. And then um, this Sunday, the great Jose Lana, former Broadway guest or Broadway radio guest, um, will be a part of the Seth concert series. And he did a rehearsal video that Broadway World released of him singing Being Alive, um, which obviously it was also in honor of Stephen Sondheim. So we will have that mm-hmm. video in the show notes as well. So, Ashley, we're going to wrap up because we've got some pre-gaming to do for Annie Live if we're going to get to it. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, so how, are you, how are you pre-gaming for Annie Live? I'm going to continue to do what I've done all day and I'm going to work up go. until 8 p.m. <laughs> and probably through the show as well. But that's all I really do. Um, yeah, you do. But, but that's okay. We're excited to have this. I'm DVRing it. So I'm going to probably have it on, watch it out of the corner of the eye, corner of my eye in my there office. And then I'll watch it over the weekend in, in full. And I still haven't watched Tick, Tick, Boom. So I'm oh hoping God, to get to that this weekend Matt. as well. Oh, so good. You've yeah. pre-gamed by changing your Zoom name to Maddie Warbucks, which is still tickling me. It's <laughs> I try, I try to come up with a different Zoom name every recording, yeah. and uh, I try to make them timely. They're almost always on point. Almost. Yeah, there's yeah. somewhere I'm lazy. I'm just like, MT. Yeah. That's my name. Yeah. Uh, MT, it's my name and what I sometimes feel is in my head. Wow. Um, anyway. Nice. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that is all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to today on Broadway. I screwed up that joke. It's, it's you know, it should was, be something to describe my head because it's, it's empty. Something. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Facebook and Twitter uh, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at PWD. Matt, Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful weekend. We will have tons of content over the weekend in all of our feeds. I'll have stuff. James will have stuff. We'll have um, this week on Broadway as well. So make sure that you are tuning in at Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio and in the regular feed. Have a wonderful weekend. I hope you enjoy Annie Live. Don't be too snarky. Yeah. I hate the snark about Likewise. these things. Uh, and we Just will talk to you very soon. Just enjoy something for once. I know. Oh. Jesus. Jesus.